Episode 105 of the 580 Show. We're back, boys. What's up? We're back in business better than ever. Like What's I was up? saying, it's just feel it's been forever since we've had kind of just had a sit-down episode and been able to just have us on a normal schedule again. I'm excited to get back to the somewhat normal schedule, honestly. I agree. We've been busy. Yeah, I we're gonna have Hossware on this episode, as you guys will hear. Yep. But I wanted to hop on with just Frawley and Dante and kind of just Talk a little bit. Um, obviously, last week's episode was like three minutes or something. And right. I, I I hate putting out half-assed podcasts like that. We very rarely do it. It's just the weekend of a competition is just so like high octane. I, I don't get to stop. It's like I literally sleep probably four hours a weekend. We start on Thursday, end on Sunday night. And it was like Dante was in the gym, helped me clean. And I was like, dude, I'm going to stand against this wall real quick. Send a couple of my thank yous out. But I do want to get into it a little bit more. But yep. Polar Express is come and gone. Dante, I actually want to start with Dante and then we'll go to you, Frelly. But oh, Dante, we, we ran the live stream. No, no, it's all good stuff. For one, it's good stuff. You ran the live stream. I, 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 uh, I said it last week, but you did a great job with it. But how? What were your thoughts on it? The live stream. My thoughts and opinions on the live stream. I thought it went better than I going to go. I thought it'd be a lot harder. I thought a lot more things would go into it. But the more I did it, the more I realized how easy it could be. Well, not easy, but how more streamlined it could be for future events. My major complaint was definitely the quality of the audio. Or not the audio, the video, but um, I just invested yeah. like a couple more dollars in equipment to hook up GoPros and stuff to make it look even better. So future I mean, live streams will be a lot it's better. It's our first time, though. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like, we're we're gonna learn. It's a free live stream. I think um, I think the reason it went so well without many issues. Obviously, we couldn't have audio because of copyright stuff. We'll try to fix that in the future. You mentioned cameras. I'll let you keep talking about it, but I think. Um, and this is just, I want to get props to Dante is preparation. Mm -hmm. I think that's what people don't see behind the scenes. Like with everything kind of we do as far as running, like going into the shows from top to bottom is preparation. And like Dante was down there weeks and weeks and weeks in advance, testing angles before training, after training on random Sundays, just testing out angles and seeing how stuff would work. So keep continue Dante, but you did put a lot of work into preparing. So like I knew it was going to go well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, the software I use is OBS, and you can do a lot of stuff with that, like change different angles on command and like pretty much set scenes up before you set them up, like make them live. So that helped a lot too. And like the different graphics, with, I just think a lot of people appreciate it that they can see like someone's grandma can see like, oh, my son's lifting this weight now. So, and they can see like their name on the screen. So I think a lot of people appreciated like the graphics as well. So it makes it easy to follow then too when you're right. telling people here's who's up here's how much weight because like we've watched how many live streams where the weight's not necessarily <laughs> pronounced or the weight's not or it's not written clearly and you just kind of go uh, I think I I have an idea how much weight right. this is right but it's 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 a testament to what especially you put in into strongman it. there's like so many went. different implements that like okay our log may weigh or our axles may weigh 25 but someone thinks they weigh 45 so sure. you're just guessing yeah but also with having those names 
every single person has the exact same t-shirt on. Right. So like, and people in that's your true. weight class and stuff mm-hmm. are obviously similar builds. Mm-hmm. So being able to be like, you mentioned that grandma that's watching Dante, like they're like, Oh, there's Johnny. I know because it's his, it's his name. Yep. You know, you don't have to guess and stuff. So that was a really cool feature. I think we ended with a thousand total viewers on that live stream. So like, right. that was, that was awesome. And that it doesn't it, mean it, a thousand. That doesn't mean a thousand from beginning to end, right? That just means people coming in. Yeah. And out. Yeah. 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 That's, and it, that's it is still it really is still good. live. It is still live on the YouTube channel. If whoever was listening and they missed watching their event or something, they can always go back and sure. watch it. Everything is chaptered. Nine hundred and forty-two people so far have gone in and watched the live wow. stream. So that's pretty cool. That's good. I know. I know it was cool for competitors too. Like, if if you're traveling from, you know, West Virginia and you're coming alone and you don't have anyone to film your videos, All right? You know, like just. That stinks because you want to you want to have memories from the show. Obviously, all photos, but you want to be able to see it for studying it and just just have mm-hmm. memories of it. And now you can just go to the live stream and you know there's going to be all five events of you going in a lane, and you can at least screen grab it. It may not be you know 4K, but in the future that's the goal we're working towards. But right. but you know you'll still have videos. Of I mean, what, what was the girl's name that was from South Carolina? Al uh, Allie. Yeah, so she travels the whole way up here. You know, she's not, she's probably not worried about getting her lifts on video, but it's nice to have it, like you're saying, to look back at and see, okay, here's what I did at this show. Here's what I'm hoping to do at future shows. And she doesn't have to worry about it because it's on the YouTube channel. Yeah. Definitely hoping to make that a standard at our shows moving forward is the live stream. For sure. Any other thoughts on it, Dante, or is that about it? Nope. Just as I did it, I figured out ways I can improve in the future and make it even more streamlined. So, I got some shoot. We had instant replay. Facts. That's true. Yeah. We had instant replay, dude. Yeah, we had we had two calls in the That's deadlift. Awesome. Yeah, we had two calls in the deadlift where someone came and contested it, and we can actually in the live stream, you can see the judge, which was Frawley yep. in this case, literally give the down call every single time. Yep. And we can count the reps and review them multiple times, and we we're actually able to get a call right, you know, two because calls. of it. So two calls. So yeah. That's awesome. That's yeah, awesome. dude. I mean, I, I, I was like, okay, we're going to check it after the event. That's what I told the athlete. Mm-hmm. Josh and I pulled the live stream up. We said, okay, we're going to watch it. We start scrolling, find the event video, we count the reps, and we get it right. Like that, that's right. awesome. Right. I hope we can do that every show at 5E. I, I agree. Yeah. We'll, uh, we'll start talking about bridge and regional soon. You know, I know right. we're on the holidays. People are tight on money, but. You know, get signed up for bridge and regionals whenever you can because we're right. trying to get an idea of how many to expect and stuff like that. I know we're still six months out, so yep, it's crazy. We're already starting planning for it, and it's like literally six months and a week out. So right, like our next thing. But uh, but yeah, and then Frawley, what'd you think of your first show being a head judge? Man, I'm telling you what, I dramatically underestimated how stressful that position is. And I don't mean that in a what was me way. I, I genuinely because like, if you are judging, you you have to care about the events, right? You have to care, and you have to keep a consistent standard for everybody for the most part. And it's just your every event, you're you're moving, you're watching, you're checking this, checking that, <clears throat> making sure the time's good, organizing all your score sheets, making sure everybody's in order so that we're running smooth. 
we had a couple couple hiccups with uh like the actual equipment like for the horse stall mats kicking up jump in fix that uh you know making sure all the weights are right in every event um and it just it's i tell you it's a lot more mentally demanding than i expected i i fully will admit that and it gave me a brand new appreciation for judging and helpers and volunteers and everything from that perspective that's that's Um, not to cut you off but that's kind of what i tell people when they're getting into the sport is to go they don't even need a head judge Go volunteer at a local show. If your gym hosts a show, if there's one within an hour of you, just send the meet director a message. Hey, my name's so-and-so. I want to volunteer your show. Trust me. As a meet director myself, they'll say, hell yeah, dude. We'll have a shirt. We're going to feed you. Come on down. And you will have a new respect and a new outlook on it. And the next time you do an event, and before you're going to yell at the judge or a volunteer, I promise you won't do it now. You won't do it. Because it's just – and I'll talk about my thank yous, but like you – it really is. I feel like I've said it a million times on this podcast, but like it is so crazy that there are enough people on this earth, not only to do a show. So we had 60 people roughly do a show last Saturday, but yeah. you have enough people to show up and help make sure that show runs. Right. It is insane. And it speaks right. a lot about the strength community <laughs> as a whole that you have that many people willing. We have people running the numbers. Yeah. We have people spotting and loading. unloading all that stuff we have judges we have people doing our 50 50 we have people running our booth we have people it's it's endless it's Mm -hmm. endless Mm -hmm. and it it's like you're you're so appreciative of once you've been in that position yeah i could see i could see very clearly how you can all you can almost not have too many volunteers it's all it's impossible it's almost impossible to have too many helping hands too many bodies to do this, 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 X, Y, Z. Like we had, I would say we had a fair amount of help and it still, there were a couple things where it was like, Oh, it would have been nice to have a person doing this. It would have been nice to have a person doing this, but that's things you can work on for the future. Right. So I <clears throat> always want more volunteers than less because I had like yeah. four or five, no, no call, no show. And that's yeah. just the, that's the business of it. Right. But uh, man, when you're at a show, not just a 580 show, if you're listening to this and you're at a show, shake a volunteer's hand, tell them thank you. Seriously, just walk up and say thank you, guys. I appreciate you coming out. Like, since I volunteered at my first show, I make sure I do that at every single show. Yep. Whether it's nationals, which is whether it's a local show, I, I tell every volunteer multiple times thank you throughout the day. And it's not awkward. They're they're appreciative of the thank you. Yeah. I, I mean, I witnessed it myself. People did thank me, but I'm not talking about me. I'm talking about other people. And I'm, they like they really are like well yeah like we're really happy to help we're glad that you acknowledge like that that we are giving our best effort right right so what, uh, what else with the show do you guys think um I mean there were some awesome performances I want to you know, I want to highlight a little mm-hmm. bit more about the show before we're joined by Hossware and right and just kind of throw out my thank yous but anything that sticks out to you guys I mean. There were some incredible performances. There was some, it was crazy. You rarely ever get, and Frawley knows this, and Dante, I'm sure you know this, running the running the live stream, you're so busy. You don't really get to look at the iron podium until you look back at yeah. it. And it's like, wow, there were some incredibly close classes. Yep. The teen class was tied eight to eight to eight for the one through third spots going into the very last event. Of the, the last day. event, yep. 
three-way there, ties. There, there was close. a couple three-way ties. I remember yeah. Shane, Shane was behind me with Iron Podium, so he kept pointing it out. Yeah. we. It's crazy. We got through a whole 60-person show with no tiebreakers needed. We had a tiebreaker event picked, but I'm not going to share it because I, I like using that for future shows. But sure. Um, but yeah, I got through with no uh, no ties. But I'll I'll agree with you on them, man. It honestly kind of sucked because like I wanted to watch my friends compete. Yeah, and you, there is no time. Like no. like I'm not. I, I I can tell you. I can confirm as a judge. Like I don't have. I'm. I don't even know who I judged. Yeah. In my lane, like I'm. I was so concerned with making sure I'm getting the calls right to the best of my ability. I didn't even pay attention to who was going in my lane. It was like, okay. And that, that honestly is kind of like, man, that sucks, right? Like, I watched how many people prep for so long, and I'm like, I, I would have loved to see how they did at the show, but I, my wife did her first show. I didn't even really get to watch her. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, it, it's nuts. It's like, honestly, sometimes it's like they're just literally like a blank piece of paper to you, like the competitors. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's crazy. That's a good point. Cause like mm-hmm. half of them were like some of my best friends. Yeah. And I don't remember anything really like until I really, until like the night and you get to like sit back and like, Oh, remember this it. and remember yeah. this. That's yep. another reason I like having a live stream. You can look back at the yep. videos and stuff. I but, agree with that, man. Like it was cool. We had our middle school girls compete. Obviously they didn't like do a full comp, but they, they helped us with some, they, they did a couple events and they, they helped me a lot. Honestly, they did some, uh, they did some stuff for me mm-hmm. and um, man, Brooksy Miller, uh, his last show as a teen, he did an awesome job. He's done two strongman comps and he's won both. And he had, he had the time of the day for Axel and the time of the day for Yoke. Yep. Fastest so, times for both. Yeah. The Millers, man, they're a strongman family now. Aaron, Aaron did his first one and one and then Brooksy's won the last two and, and uh, Dom did really well in that class. It just an awesome job overall. Like it's cool mm-hmm. having all these teens, um, you know, do do your comp. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. There's, I mean, there's. I feel like there's a million things that stand out to me, but you know, I don't know if there's anything from the show that that uh, you know, highlighted. There's with every show, there's stuff that I I'm like, man, I wish I would have thought about this beforehand. But it's every sure. show, and you you learn, and and then it's just gonna make the next one even better and and nicer. So one uh, thing I took away is that CrossFitters are good at overhead. Oh yeah, yep. And dude, how many people from our from Aurelius, my friends at Aurelius, did the show, and every single one of them on the on the overhead was just like boop boop boop. Yeah, <laughs> man, every that's the thing. One. Yeah, that's the thing, Kurt. He's like, so people wonder, like, you know, when all these like clips the last like two years from the CrossFit games and like these yeah. CrossFit events have gone viral. And it, and in our, I, when I say viral, I mean in our little niche sure. community of right. strongman. And people are like, well, you know, what it gets a debate of what would happen if CrossFitters come over. Look at Kurt, man. He's a decent CrossFitter. And I mean, decent as far, he's good. He's really good, but not, he's not at a CrossFit games level. Right. Where we would say someone's at a nationals or an OSG level, he's not even at that level, right? Yet, and he comes and he did a the two hundred class it was a very this, competitive this class. So Kurt did the two hundred class. He trained just he didn't change his training. He didn't train for the show. He just wanted to do the axle ladder. He signed up ten days before. He weighed in at one eighty two. In the, for the two hundred class. 182 didn't obviously didn't cut or anything he trained he did a crossfit wad literally 12 hours before like the night before the comp 
Yeah. It was the it was the morning too. I was there in the morning yeah. picking up plates, and he was working out doing like deadlifts or something. <laughs> and he comes in, and he won the two hundred class. And I'm pretty sure out of the nine guys in that class, there was like six or seven that have qualified for nationals. Oh yeah, like yeah. there were no slouches. Like no, it was a very good class. Yeah, and he won that class. Yep. So. He had a five forty five like, deadlift. The yeah. CrossFitters like don't deadlift. Right. He had a, he got a rep that was a thirty pound PR. Mm-hmm. It's pretty great. Pretty also cool Xavier, dude. dude Xavier Hollis. That was outrageous. Five forty five. Five forty five for fourteen. Yep. Without straps. Yep. And he's a two hundred pound guy. Yep. And then Matt Papenjack also five forty five for twelve. For twelve. Incredible. Yeah. Incredible. Yes. So, outrageous. So that was yeah, awesome. Just to watch. so, just so much stuff. I, I do. It sounds so corny, but like I do love at the beginning of the show when I ask if it's someone's first show and everyone claps because all the hands go up. Yeah, I think we had like literally a third of the show at least was first time competitors. I noticed that when you asked that because we right. talked about it before, and I noticed there was a lot of hands that went. Yeah, first one. It's so awesome because like I was actually talking to someone in starting strongman today, like. I'm lucky because my first show was one that I liked and I enjoyed and I had a good time and I felt it was, and like, I think in the back of my head, like if that show would have sucked and like the promoter didn't care or people were crappy to me, would I still even, would I have done strongman after it? Right. Right. Yep. Like that's like you Frawley. like you didn't do strongman until you met people that did strongman at a gym. Right. You know, it's like, and that's, that's what I think like is cool. Leaving a, leaving an impact and hopefully having people, continuing the sport sure and i think that's really awesome so that's kind of my highlight too is yeah just people that have never done it and I, I mean i i think we asked people afterward like was there anything that we could have improved on um that for the future and i mean there were some things you know warm-up implements being a little bit more readily available um but the actual flow of the show Pretty, it, probably, it ran a little longer than what we would have hoped, but mm-hmm. I mean, overall, it was. I felt like the flow was pretty good. Right. Um, I don't know. I mean, yeah. I, I I had many compliments on how the show ran, so we're appreciative of that. Thank you. Um, man, I don't know, man. I I'm looking for, forward to next year because it's only going to get better. Yeah, me too. Yep. So I I think um. I think Polar Express next year is going to be at another venue. I'll say that right now. I found a venue that's local here that would be really awesome for a winter show, and then we don't have to tear the whole gym down and rebuild it. We just got to bring the implements, and it would be a lot easier. Yeah, um, pick good implements so when we yeah, move them, so, it's easy. Um, <laughs> excuse me. I'm working on that, but yeah, definitely, definitely think it's going to be at this other venue. Sure. And cool. still local. Yep. But, you know, like I, I had all my thank yous last week, but I was very rushed. I didn't really get to think cons- like really concise, but, you know, obviously thank you to you guys. But other than that, you know, our other judges, like Kate and then all our volunteers. I the sp- Gus, I spoke Gustafson, Gustafson, the Salts Givers, Caden, Mayo, Mayo. Man, they did. They did awesome. All the people that ran the stats, but those guys moving weights. It's crazy. I'm giving them a shout out because yeah, those guys worked their asses off during that show. Yep. So 
they deserve a lot of props for that. Yeah. The people doing the numbers, obviously Shane, and then all the wives that get dragged into it, Emily, Miranda, my wife specifically, like she, you know, stays home and watches the dog until three in the morning while I'm putting up Christmas lights for all this time. You know, it's just crazy how many people, my, my dad, I spoke about it last week, but he's really the unsung hero in all of it because he does, people don't see him during the show. He doesn't have a voice. He's not selling anything. He does all the behind the scenes stuff. Mm -hmm. That dude hung 5,000 feet of Christmas lights for this show. Mm -hmm. He helped move every single piece of equipment. He's six, he's over 60 years old. He, and during the show, he stands in the shadows and he makes sure everything's going. Okay. If I need someone to run in the, this is gross, but if I need someone to run in the bathroom to unclog a toilet, he does that. Yep. So I don't have to stop the show. He, if my mom needs help with something, he goes and helps her. If a trash bag is full, he goes and, and, and fix the trash and throws the trash bag out and changes it. Like it's insane how much work. He if gets the dragged tape, into for the If the shows. tape on the yoke gets kicked up, he's the first right. guy to come running over with the roll. Yep. He's just there for everything. Yep. You know, my mom, obviously, she's there for a ton of stuff. The D-Hearts, my in-laws, are there for yep. a ton of stuff. And they're there decorating. And help, and then, like, everyone that came and helped set up and tear down. Jolia was there the day after the comp. Dante was there the day after his comp on his freaking birthday. Like, <laughs> it's just crazy. Like, Mel right. came after after competing so i i know if you're not from around here you don't know all these names but i'm just very appreciative of everyone that helped derek our scribe chode was our other scribe like and um derek's mom mrs morgan her instagram name is traveling and more just without the g and traveling i tag her on instagram a bunch but the event photos are out like she's another unsung hero yeah she shows up and volunteer and i'm saying she volunteers for to do every strongman comp we do, she shows up. She showed to our first one, and she's been at every one since. And she takes these pictures. They're out in less than a week. They're free. They're awesome. It, I'm just I'm so appreciative of everyone that that played a little role in all this. It it really is crazy how much goes into it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I guess that's it for the Polar Express recap. We'll start diving into more. Uh, you know, more strongman stuff. We just started watching America's Strongest Man. It's only day one. Um, but we'll probably talk about that more next week. Yep. And we'll just start talking about other topics. So if you guys have other stuff. But um, I guess now we're going to introduce the Hossware Boys for a big announcement. Thanks. Thanks, All sure. right. So joining us now, we just filmed the first part of the episode. Going to join us real quick. We got the boys from Hossware. What's up, boys? Oh, What's happening? What's up, fellas? <laughs> Long time no see. Yeah, days, man. What the heck? Been a minute. <laughs> well, it's, it's been a long time coming having you guys on. I can't, I can't talk to you guys and not just be in a good mood and like laugh. So, oh, uh, look at that. Ooh. But uh, we're like what? We're like an hour, couple hours since you guys have made a big announcement. I mean, obviously. We want to congratulate you guys, but you guys want to talk about a little bit what the big announcement is? Thanks, first of all. <laughs> yeah, that, that makes us feel special. Thanks for having us. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. You know, we've been dying to get on this podcast since like 2020, I think, you know. <laughs> so, glad you guys have us Just glad, we made, itself. glad we made the cut finally. We made yeah. the cut once, you know. You, you, we'll see how you guys do. Yeah, we'll see, see how you guys do for your cut. second appearance. 
what happened is we just had to talk a lot of shit to Frawley last weekend. That was what it was. That's <laughs> it. That's it. Like, Josh, just put him on the podcast. So they'll leave dude. me alone. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, big news is we uh, we have taken this thing. Basically, Hallsware is now – well, it's still Hallsware, but um, we have an umbrella now called Hals Printing. Um, we'll be doing screen printing, embroidery, signage, the whole nine. So, basically, Hallsware is a full-time gig now. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. Yep. That's awesome. So you guys are both you guys have both gone from the nine to five and you're brick and, you guys have a brick and mortar location, right? Yeah. We yeah. do. And and to to reiterate, we've not we've gone from nine to five to now twenty four hours a day, seven days yeah, a week. Basically. Yeah. 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 Anyway, we, yeah, like, we we have been doing yeah. that anyway. So but that, uh yeah. Great. So we'll have a have a storefront. Um we'll have hallsware and some other stuff in there. Um we got another Another deal, hopefully, is going to go through at some point. Yeah, working with some big yeah. names in the sport. Um, and we're going to have over 5,000 square foot of, of space to do, you know, yeah. warehouse space to be printing, all that good stuff. So, Are you guys yeah. there right now? No, we're, we're actually, actually at the gym. Yeah, we're actually okay. at our, yeah. Yeah. We're, we're happy to give you guys a tour whenever we, you know, fully <laughs> move in. Yeah. Hell yeah. See, he's, awesome. trying to get, he's trying to get on again, Frawley. He's trying to get on again. Just watch these guys, man. I'm telling you. Got to watch them. FC fight as long as Patty's not fighting. I'm not watching. This <laughs> Ross is beside himself, man. That's terrible. Hey, the real ones know. Yeah. <laughs> the real ones got out. But uh, I mean, I guess, I guess we just obviously we're friends with you guys, and you've done all our shirts since I've kind of met you. I was kind of grandfathered into the hospital lifestyle because Zola is a member of our gym, and he was like one of your guys' first guys, if not your first. And then Frawley's been a longtime supporter of you guys. So I I didn't have any choice. And then I met you guys and it was like awesome from day one. So yeah, you know. We appreciate that. Yeah. Um Zola, I guess, was second. technically our second athlete. And we actually just gave him a wristband at the Arnold, I guess, in what, twenty seventeen? Uh yeah, it was twenty seventeen. Something like that. He was standing yeah. from us with uh, the rogue uh, Arnold stuff and um, we were watching we were like, here, yeah. we were like here take a wristband he was just like what the hell <laughs> and uh yeah and that's pretty much it yep. yeah. from there well that's awesome yeah well i mean we love your guys stuff my mom obviously loves you guys she she uh i don't i don't think she fully understands like what a podcast is but she texted me she said what website is the host where i want to see it she doesn't really understand so <laughs> I'll be sure to like hook her up with the link whenever it drops. So, but, but yeah, this will probably be the first episode she actually listens to because you guys are on it. Oh, you got a whole brand new listener just for that. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, so, like, so I, I mean, while we have you guys on, I, I just want to talk about it a little bit. I mean, I know you guys obviously you're starting this whole new umbrella and you're going to be able to do all this different stuff, but. Obviously, our listeners are primarily strongman, and I urge people and that in the fitness industry, not even strongman, CrossFit stuff like that, to use you guys for printing. I mean, you guys obviously do all the OSG shirts. You do a ton of stuff like that. Um, I just want to urge, not really a question or anything, just urge people to use you guys for event shirts. You know, there, you know, stuff like that. I mean, do you guys want to talk about what you guys can kind of offer? Yeah. So we definitely, uh, I would say, offer the strongman community a little bit. I don't want to say better deal, but we try to work things out with uh, promoters of the sport, whether it's trade-off or 
you know, booth space or, you know, kind of whatever the situation is. You know, I would say no two shows are the same. Um, everything is situationally different. Um, and then even the same shows, but we've done the same shows year after year and they all change um, sporadically. But as you guys know, we, uh, we love doing the event tees. And I would say uh, one of the biggest compliments we get or when people say, hey, I just did this event and you guys weren't the, the T-shirt providers and the T-shirts suck. Like, <laughs> not to badmouth anybody well, else, but... Well, down to... And I don't know. Some people say it doesn't matter, but really, people want to wear their event shirts past the event. Yeah. Like, for the most part, I mean, if you got a, a crap that looks like a box and tears after two events and all that... And, why would you want to wear it again? Yep. So you think if you're paying that money to compete in a show or um, you're like for OSG, for example, you're at that show. I mean, I feel like you want that shirt to stay intact and be able to wear it around with pride or right. something like that. So, well, especially from like the promoter standpoint to reiterate what Ross is talking about. And this is what we tell every, every promoter that is hosting a local show or even like a regional show. It's like, Look, the way to build your show is for people to see the shirt and ask about it. Mm -hmm. And if people are not wearing the T-shirt outside of the event, it serves you absolutely no marketing benefit whatsoever. Yeah. So it's like, you know what? Spend a little bit of extra, get a nicer shirt that people want to wear in the gym. They want to wear out. And for lack of a better term, they want to show off because what happens is that generates questions. Mm -hmm. And the more questions and the more people see it, you know, the bigger that event specifically is going to get. So that, and, you know, I would say we've seen direct payoff from that, like for promoters, like switching to a nicer shirt and uh, letting us do them. And, and people, you know, people always say, man, this is such a cool shirt. You know, I, I love to wear it in the gym, whatever. And it's just, it's just more exposure basically. Right. I mean, I can definitely attest from both sides of things, like as a promoter, I can't believe how many shirts we sell with them being quality. Like you guys came up for Battle of the Bridge this summer and we sold out of shirts before the first event. Oh yeah. Like it, people love those shirts. They're comfortable. They're going to last. Um, and like, you know, this for our last event, I ordered more and we still sold out of them. Right. Like, so uh, it's awesome. It helps me as a promoter. And then as an, on the athlete side, like, there's nothing worse than getting your contest shirt, whether it's the day before when you weigh in or the day of the show. And it's like, you're wearing like, like a sweater and it's baggy. And like you, I mean, it's, it sounds silly, but it's true. You want to feel good when you go to compete, right? Like you want to wear these shirts that feel good. Yeah. You look like you're wearing a box. And I mean, right. I say you look good, perform good. Yeah. Look good. Feel good. Perform good. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Let's take. Go ahead, you know, Ross. Huge shirt, man. Like, and just full, yeah. and you know, I, I know there's people out there that love uh, just a heavy, baggy cotton shirt to work out in, but most people do not. You know what I mean? Like, no. Well, I mean, let's take a minute here, real quick. Josh has a, a, a Hosswear shirt on right now. So Dante does Dante. Does. You guys do. Oh, look at that. My whole wardrobe is houseware. Dude, I was just you know, gonna like, say that. Like it's not just because we're wearing it for the for the event, man. Like we the shirts are comfortable, they're nice shirts. Dude, I, I'm not joking. I I think I did I was doing my laundry, like reorganizing my gym, my training. I need two drawers now just for houseware shirts because I have 
all these event shirts, right. then obviously all like the 580 shirts that you guys have done and everything. It's like now I think I could train like 20 sessions in a row in a Hosswear shirt mm -hmm. and not have to do laundry. About 5,000 people just like you. <laughs> well, here we go. Like I know, I know if I see a promoter that I know and they run a show and they use your guy's shirts, I'll shoot a message and be like, can I buy one? Like I bought one from Mississippi Strongest Man because you guys did the shirts for that. So it's like, it's a cool shirt and I know it's going to be good quality that I can train in. Right. Well, and luckily I think there's like a, a, there has to be a head group chat among all you promoters with like strongman core or something like that, because it seems like um, the Southeast part of the United States, and I know you guys are Northeast, but um, like the Southeast, most of the promoters we work with directly. Like good. That's good. One Alabama, the ones in Mississippi, the ones in Georgia. Like these, these are people that we have close relationships with now. And um, you know, it, it's cool to be able to do all the of the the shirt for those events. And you know, yeah, no, it's it's wild. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll keep spreading the word and making sure more promoters. So if you're a promoter not from the southeast or that know us, make sure you guys are getting hooked up with Oscar. I I tell people just shoot them a message. Like the words, like well, you know, maybe maybe I, it won't work out. Just shoot yeah. them a message. It's us responding. It's one of us. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. We, our media team is right here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's yeah. probably some of our stuff is a little bit corny because it's, you know, it's, it's us. Yeah, it's us. Yeah. yeah. No, it's good, though. It's I, I like it because I, re like, I relate to it. Like, you guys have obviously been around longer than us with 580, but, like, just starting from the ground and, like, building it up and, like, what you guys have done, like, today is like my goal eventually to get away and do it you know full-time and stuff and continue to grow obviously 580 and our pre-workout and stuff so it's just it's cool to see other people like that doing it you know and and supporting each other and everything like that so by the way i did you already had 580 in stores when i tagged you the other day on facebook yeah dude i big timed you yeah, you did. You did. You, I was like, man, he just straight up flexed on me. Like, okay, my bad. <laughs> Tell the story. What happened? It's no. So it was on Facebook. Someone was opening a supplement store, which I appreciate, by the way, because I think it's going to work out. We're going to get in that supplement store. Nice. But I, I was that. like, we're already, I was like, we're already in two or three stores. He just well, bodied me in the I mean, I mean, word on the street is you could probably get into Hall Sprinting. Oh, yeah. yeah, man. Hell yeah. Let's do it. Well, I, to reiterate, I mean, our goal for having we guys, we have a very large retail space up front, storefront wise. Like our goal is to carry not only our own stuff, of course, but I mean, we're gonna have a whole dedicated section to supplements and also to like. So we're we're gonna try. Our vision was, I mean, think about it like this: How many stores do you know that you can go in right now? and try on sleeves, like knee sleeves, belts, elbow sleeves. Like, I'm not saying it's corny, but, I mean. Yeah, corny, I mean. Like, you think about it. You go in there, and you can actually try stuff on before you, right. you know. Yeah. That's, hey, that's awesome. Session coming up at the gym, and the night before, the day before, your belt breaks or your, you know, your wraps bust or your sleeves, whatever. Or you just want new sweat. Yeah, or you just want some new shit. And you're like, oh, well, I got to wait and order it online, and I got to wait five business days, seven business days. You know, or I can go an hour down the road if you're in Charlotte for 30 minutes and try it on and get it there. So, you know, it's just something yeah. different. That's that's cool. That's I mean, you got all the space. You might as well do it. That's right. awesome. I think yeah. that's a really cool idea. That's a good idea. What's uh, 
what's your guys vision for like the long term of the store like like i mean you kind of just said some stuff i mean you guys like your next couple of years where do you guys see hossware definitely you talk about just the brand side of things yeah um, i mean i think at this point our vision it seems like every year the field goal or the the, the goal changes yeah. you know it yeah. moves a little bit um I mean, realistically, we want to be a national competitor as far as, like, branding goes. Yeah. I mean, you know, we didn't even have – this was not, like, the whole Hall Spring thing was not even a, a thing or a vision, I would say, until, what, six months ago? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, we had we had no intentions of, you know, opening a whole storefront and doing this full time. It just kind of – it just happened. So, yeah. That's a um, good point. You never know. You kind of don't know what the what the the turns are gonna be, and you know, the, for for the better. I didn't know I was gonna start a pre workout company until like a year and four months ago. So, right. well, I'll I'll switch that I'll switch that question around to you guys. So, what's the what's the goal for for five eighty going forward? I think um I think for five eighty as a gym, just continue on the pace, like on the trend we're at, with just trying to support more shows and. and just uh put out more content we want to put out better and more strongman content dante is the the face behind a lot of that like he edits all the videos we want to put out funnier videos we want to put out more serious videos just strongman stuff where we see there's a hole in there you know and uh just continue to grow have have more strongman competitors run better shows stuff like that but the same thing with the supplements is, I mean, that's obviously under 580, but same thing you guys were kind of saying. We want to become a national competitor. It's it's funny because it's so, the viewpoint from someone that doesn't know, it's so misconstrued because people think it's me in my bedroom cooking up, mixing beta alanine and mixing caffeine. Like, dude, we are at the same manufacturer that the big companies are yep. in the U.S. And yep. we're we're spending all this money and we're, we're putting so much time and effort into it as far as taste testing and stuff like that. We're never going to put out something we don't believe in. So that's kind of our, we're, we're on similar, similar terms. You guys. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, are you guys going to stay in the hut? Or are you planning on like a building your own building sometime? Um, eventually want to get my own building yeah. for sure. Like uh, I almost want to build one, like yeah, right. a cut, like a huge, like a huge warehouse almost on a piece of land. And the, the long-term goal is to be under the same roof as my cousin, Kurt, who has the CrossFit gym. So basically just have a huge dividing wall and have like all the fitness under one big, enormous building. So I don't know. Do. I got it made with the, the drinks upstairs. We do. It's, I, that's a long way away. Cause honestly, like where 580 landed is like, it's it seems so silly from afar because we're underneath like an American Legion drinking club, but they're like the best landlords ever. Never complain. It works out. We have a free banquet hall for shows, right. like upstairs. So it it all came together perfectly. Well, where else can you go watch a strongman show? Sell t-shirts. Go upstairs and get eighteen parts vodka and one part sprite for like. <laughs> like nobody else is doing that. Hey, and yeah. I know. I know I have shows because I know what they do upstairs. Oh, yeah. They make money. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, you guys, uh, you guys have been to our shows, man. I mean, our shows are we promote we promote the hell out of our shows because we want people to come. So when you guys are there, you know, we want we want you guys to do well. We want the Legion to do well, 
And in turn, 580 barbell benefits too. So everybody well, wins. The two shows y'all have done, I mean, have been exceptional from top to bottom. I mean, you know, that's Absolutely. for it to be y'all's first couple shows. That's you don't find it. You don't find a lot of competitions that run that smooth. And we can say so, that because we've been to a lot of competitions. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, we competed some in like 18, 19. And then, you know, we've, we've done the shirts and done, you know, a lot of promotional stuff for other shows. And to say that you run it well among the best is really, I mean, that's saying a lot because yep. there's been a ton of people that we've worked with. Yeah. Well, we appreciate that. That's yeah. our goal is to keep, keep having bigger and better shows. Eventually, we're going to have to have them at different venues that are bigger. And uh, better and stuff, but but uh, just continue to grow. And I appreciate those words. I know people are the same way with your guys' shirts. Not to turn it into just complete suck fest, but yeah, right. You know, like <laughs> let's take like, it easy. <laughs> it's it's crazy. It's crazy because I think I I think I messaged one of you guys one day. I don't know if it's Ross or Jake, but I was walking walking. I was getting out of my truck, getting ready to go to the gym, and I saw a random old lady ripping cigs out in front of the Legion in a Hossware shirt. That I she bought, it. that she bought at Bridge. I love. And I couldn't get a picture, and because it was literally only her car and only mine, and I couldn't be like, just like, dude, what? she's literally standing in front of the American Legion, ripping sticks in a hossware shirt. And I'm like, what is this world? What shirt was it? Was it a was it a Battle of the Bridge shirt or was it a hossware shirt? It was a hossware shirt. You know which one it was? I I don't. I, I can't I, remember. Ah. Uh, that's great. If I see her again, I'll make sure I just take a picture. At a time machine, I would go back to yeah. that day. Dude, it was like one of those moments, like it like didn't even dawn on me until I like it ended. You know, you're like, what that like? One of the craziest things ever, honestly. Well, that's like that's like in our hometown where we're from. Like, I think it was you. You like were somewhere one day. Oh yeah, I went to Lowe's one day. Yeah, and there was like this old man walking around in a, one of our first ever like OG shirts, man. It just said Hoss on it. Six years ago. It was so bad. Yep. Was it the but black was, one? No, the black one with white Hoss? No. Okay. Just walking around one. He just... Yeah, just chilling. Just chilling. Like, so funny. He was like... Never lifted a weight in his life. I was like, hey man, where'd you get that shirt? And he was like, ah, my... my son <laughs> or something got it for him for... For his birthday, like you know, X amount of years ago, and I was like, "Oh, no kidding!" I was like, "Yeah, me and my buddy own that company." He was like, "Oh, that's pretty cool, man. I like this shirt; it's nice." <laughs> and he, all right, good day, dude. It was so random. You love that's to say so it's too cool. funny. That's yeah. so cool. My friend, my my best friend Jimmy, he would be, he listens every week. He'd be mad if I didn't tell him to tell you guys that his hoss shirt, the gold one, yeah, so many compliments. He. He he just moved back from Atlanta, but he said when he was in Atlanta, he wore it to the gym, and he would just get so many compliments on the shirt, and he would like show and ram people your guys' site and stuff. So he is a huge fan. Oh, I know. Yeah, yeah. We don't do the gold very often, man. It's really hard to. Uh, it's a hard print. Yeah, it's it's hard to dedicate time to do that one. So, and we try to iterate to people like when we do it, like if you want one, you're better off to just get one because yeah. get back around. It's you know months later just because it's. A lot of setup and a lot of it's just a lot of work to be yeah, honest. That's probably with my favorite one is that one, the black one with the gold print. That's probably my favorite one. I yeah. love that shirt. Yeah, yeah that it, it hits in person. It's yeah. way better. Yeah, I yep. I uh, I I heard you guys talking when you were down at the gym with someone about like printing and like the science behind it, and it like I was like, dang, man, it's it, like some dorky shit that goes into it, dude. Like you guys are talking about like all this different. I'm like, 
it opened my eyes. I think that's really cool. Like the stuff you don't see and you learn about different kind of industries like that. Well, go ahead. I was going to say, and, and I'm going to apologize ahead of time for, for cursing on your show here, You're but uh, no need. People don't realize we fuck up all the time. Every time we print something. Yeah. I mean, we did like we did last night. Yeah. Like four times. To be fair, though, we went and got a, sep- a few beers. Yeah. Then, then thought it'd be a good idea to go print shirts, and that was a terrible idea. But you know, but people really, truly don't understand how much goes into it. It's not just—it's not like printing a piece of paper. No. Like there's a whole process involved with like you know burning the screens and making sure your lasers are lined up and making sure everything's straight. And and I mean, it's it's an in-depth process, and then you got to have proper curing times and you know X Y Z. And the funny part is. We taught ourselves all this. Yeah, we did. <laughs> like, Literally, nobody nobody came in and showed us. Yeah. Like we, I, I take that back. This is a plug to Lynn Morehouse. Oh yeah, without okay, without Lynn Morehouse, we would not he be knows sitting it, here. There is no, there is no horse printing. Yeah, period. So and and Lynn, whenever you hear this, thank yeah. you. We love you like family. Yeah, he knows that. If it wasn't for you, we wouldn't be here. Um, but yeah, yeah, that man literally gave us a five minute crash course. <laughs> Um, in the attic of a building when it was 105 degrees in July. <laughs> and he was basically like, all right, you guys got it. Good luck. Have fun. And, and, and that, that, well, the thing is, you know, <laughs> that was we, literally it. Just, just a little backtrack on how we even got going like OSG and so was it 17 or 18? Yeah. 18. 18. Wait, in Raleigh? That was 18. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So 19 was the one, the first one in Daytona. Yep. And we were actually set up beside his wife, Jamie. And long story short, they had a T-shirt debacle. A lot of them didn't even show up. So competitors were wearing their own stuff. Yep. And uh, I remember we just told Lynn, we were like, look, <laughs> next year we'll do your shirts and they'll be perfect. And we were standing there and I, I remember after we walked off, we looked at each other we were like, we don't know how to fucking print. <laughs> what are we talking about? So we don't, even, we don't even know where to start. And he was like, okay, we'll talk. Well, then – he kind of gave us the go-ahead, and then 2020 happened. Yeah, COVID. Yeah, and which then actually saved us. High key, huge blessing <laughs> from the from the promoter standpoint. Yeah. For for us, like we were severely unprepared to oh, do yeah. the shirts in 2020. So, and then, then like we had talked about it, and we were trying to plan, and it was like, oh wow, we don't, you know, we've gotten ourselves into a mess. Yeah. So, and then the show was canceled, and like as sad as we were, we were also like, all right. We got another year because yeah. <laughs> we basically were like, all right, Lynn, uh, we didn't even do them this year. We're going to do them next year. And he was like, cool. And but, then, you know, you know he, the fact that he had that much confidence in our word, which people that know us know that our word is good. I mean, what we say, we do. So, um, you know, we knew we could make it happen. We just didn't know how we were going to make it happen. But I remember that first night, leaves, <laughs> and and we were like, we like messed up like the first like five or six. Oh, it was so bad. We were just like, yeah, we're not doing this. We're subbing this out. <laughs> reason yeah. stupidity took over. We were like, nah, we got it. And what? I, I, I just want shirts later. I want to throw this out there so people really grasp what what we went through. Like, we've we've worked our own like normal normal people jobs for the last you know since I was fifteen. Probably fifteen too. Yeah. So. Over the last since 2016, we've had hallswear. Like we've always worked our normal jobs, and then in the evenings, you know, we'd go to the gym and do a little bit of marketing and this and that. But since we've been printing, like especially leading up to OSG, it 
you know, we would work our normal jobs till four or five, take a little bit of a break. Sometimes we'd go to the gym, sometimes we wouldn't. And then we would print three or four nights a week, every week for like three months straight. Um, between like six and midnight, sometimes one in the morning. Like when you, this year we did a pretty good job collectively. Like it took us working really hard. It took us collectively like 60 to 70 hours of printing just to get through OSG shirts. And that does not include putting names on 900 shirts. That, yeah. That really was just printing the shirts. Yeah. We're stupid. That's awesome. <laughs> I think that's, I think that's such a cool story. Like I think I, I really do. It's, it's awesome. Well, you know, I mean, when, when you work for something, it just means that much more, you right. know that, you know what I mean? Like, you, when you just put in all the time and all the effort and then you, you finally, you know, get some success and stuff starts going your way, it just means so much more than if you just right. yeah, it was given to you. Sure. So, yeah. yeah. It may, I, I think if people are listening, it's like it makes it that much easier to support you guys because, like, they're, people are strongman competitors, may have a little side hustle and stuff, so I'm sure they appreciate it a lot. I mean, by all, you know, like, you should have Yeah, I mean, well, it's like we got a, we got a buddy of ours in the gym younger guy and um he, he just started his own brand like kind of in the strong man scene and all that and you know we just kind of gave him some pointers like look dude it's you know you'll probably sell the hell out of your shirts the first like month or two but then it's like what's next yeah yep. what now yep. but you know we we encourage him to just keep going because you know hard work persistently gets somewhere so and I'm, I'm gonna tell a really quick short story about why i think we're at where we're at and um I'm, I'm kind of going to bust our own balls over this, but this is what makes us, I think, different from another brand. Um, you know, we had a, a big promoter down in, was it Alabama? Southeast Strongman. Yeah, Southeast Strongman. Uh, it's kind of a, like a, a new brand. Like Brandon Spavi, I don't know if y'all know him, uh, down in Alabama. He he uh, contracted us out, and, you know, he wanted a <clears throat> it's a little bit over 100 shirts, and, you know, honestly, we screwed up all 100 of them. Like the colors just did not, they just didn't turn out well. And it was a complacency thing on our end. And, um, you know, we had a conversation with him and we straight up said, look, man, we'll fix it. And we printed all a hundred plus shirts for free and just shipped them to him again. So it's one of those things where, you know, we're human beings at the end of the day, we screw up, but where, where I think we definitely try to set ourselves apart is we a hundred percent take accountability and we a hundred percent will make it right. Well, that's another thing too. We, you know, we first started out, we had uh, a couple printers and stuff that messed up some of our shirts. And we, you know, told them about it. And instead of them working with us, they were like, well, that's y'all's fault. And it's like, how? Yeah, we so, got, we got, mm -hmm. so, you know, it's like, we, we get that. And we don't feel that way. And if you're entrusting us to print hundred shirts or more, like we wanted to be perfect. Right. So, you know, well, what that's it is. awesome boys. Probably you got anything else? No, man, I just, uh, man, it's it's so hard to sit here and have a serious conversation with you guys. That's what I'll say. You, I know you guys are fucking okay, freaking goofballs, man. Jason, you're just so hug, huggable right now. I just want to hug man, you. you guys are so freaking goofy and <laughs> hysterical to talk to. I and know. we're just sitting here talking about how, how awesome of business people you are, and I just think that's so funny. Yeah, but we don't, I mean, at the end of the day, we, we honestly hate talking about ourselves. Know, like we, You have to, but. You know, much rather just talk about how great y'all are because y'all are great too. So you yeah. know, but actually, yeah, drink PBRs and eat popcorn out of an eight-gallon. 
It's still at the gym. Awesome it's going to be there specific, for a while. That was a specific reference. Yeah. yeah it was. It was very specific. <laughs> and Cena, I'm about, well, I got a whole can of seven up for you because I put one dash in each cup here. So. <laughs> oh, my God, dude. Are you guys so uh you guys think you're gonna compete in strongman anytime soon? Oh, I'm done now. Come on. One show. No, way. I mean you guys no. do a show, I'll do it. Never say never. Yeah. You guys do a show, I'm saying Never okay. say never. Yeah, hey, well look, I'm gonna say never because I know what it's like. I actually ruptured the lower disc in my back on the last show I was at, so I'm good. I'm caught. There we go. That's too funny. Yeah. Well, requires like a lot of work, and I'm like, uh-uh. we're already doing enough yeah. work. Like I, I, you know, and then I would have to compete with like Frawley. I don't know. <laughs> I'm, I'm not doing I'm that. Not. I mean, there's yeah. bigger fish than me, brother. There's, there's <laughs> bigger fish out there than me. I've been watching them on a live stream all day. Hey, who who won the log today? Bobby. Bobby. I wondered. Uh, four sixty three. He, he only had to hit four sixty to win, and oh. then he won the. He won the trap bar too. He won both yep. events today. Yep. Well, kind of crazy they let like the pros in there, but I would too for that that cash prize. Right. Twenty five k. I for love sure. the idea. Honestly, I love the idea of making America's strongest man mean something again. Like yeah. I think bringing some good. Yeah. I didn't hear what you said, Jake. Oh, I, it's just bringing some like some eyes to the to the show. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a stack. Yeah. It's a stack show. But yeah, we'll go, go ahead. No, I just said I feel like that used to be one of the biggest shows around. I mean, when we first were getting in the strongman scene, I felt like that was a big show. I, just, so. I, I feel like it's crazy if it's not. It's called America's Strongest Man and Woman. Like, how is that not the one of the biggest shows? Yeah. Like, yep. I don't know. But we'll have to have you guys on to talk about strongman again and just kind of kind of bull bullshit and like not, you know. Not have to, uh, you know, have a big announcement just to have you guys on. But yeah. where oh, yeah. so Hosswear.com, Hosswear on Instagram. What yeah. else? Hosswear everywhere. Just Google yeah. Hosswear. Awesome. It'll bring up it'll bring up Instagram. We ain't got a Twitter. Uh we did for a little while and I deleted it. Yeah, yeah, was, we ain't we ain't got a, a TikTok either. Yeah, we don't have no TikTok. Can yeah. y'all can y'all see me and Ross doing TikTok you guys guys you got a 5,000-square-foot warehouse now. You guys don't have to put out a bunch of videos like your Juicy Juice. Oh, hey, that's the number one best video. That's what ever. I'm saying. That would be your TikTok, brother. So that's that's kind of our goal, I would say. We, we would like to get back and doing some yeah. just videos. Hilarious stuff. Stuff. We have some time now to, to devote to it Yeah, all that. Oh, and by the way, I know we mentioned it, but uh, late spring, like around – like late April, right? So yeah, we're kind of we're yeah, talking yeah. about we're having a big a big party for the the shop, and we're gonna actually uh, cook, you know, North Carolina barbecue, which I know y'all are not. Yeah. So um, yeah, we're gonna have a bunch of people down, including friends and family, and yeah. uh, obviously all of you guys to be able to to, to trip down yeah. and hang out. Um, That's awesome. Yeah, I mean, yeah, let us know the date for sure. Right? <laughs> Do what? Let us know the date for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah once we, we kind of settle in yeah. and, and and hammer. Hey, so we, we absolutely will. Yep. Awesome. Well, boys, we really appreciate you guys coming on, and I think it's going to be a good episode. I think people are going to like it. Make sure you guys support Hossware and, and, and hit them up if you have any questions. Thank Thank you. Guys. I appreciate you, boys. Good to see y'all. Yep. Congratulations, guys. Congrats, you guys boys. Have it. You put in the work. Thanks again.
We'll Y'all see take everyone. Care. See everyone for uh, episode one hundred and six. Peace. <laughs> Peace. See ya.